The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host, who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power. And now, here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there, and welcome to the show. We're going to do things a bit differently today because my guest, Francis West, is a huge expert on cybersecurity. And we live in a world these days which is fraught by challenges, particularly around keeping ourselves and our money and our business and our information safe. So we're going to explore cybersecurity and how taking personal responsibility and appropriate action can actually stem the tide of the amazing tidal wave of um, of scams and challenges that we all now experience because of the internet. It is entirely possible to stay ahead of the, the scammers and the hackers who are constantly looking for ways to get at our money and our information. And anybody who has been hacked or had their information stolen will know that it is a really significant issue and it takes time and money and a huge amount of effort to actually get things back on track. So my guest Francis West is a cybersecurity expert with many years experience and he's going to share with you his thoughts, his expertise. But before I actually um, bring him onto the show, I want you to share with you his bio. He says, some call me the superhero of cybersecurity, but I'm just doing my civic duty, fighting cybercrime, protecting citizens and businesses from the potential devastation of hackers and scammers. When I take a rare day off from tackling cyber villains, you can find me consulting about the dark web and cyber computer security, working closely with banks, councils, Cyber Police, WCIT, we'll find out what that is in the show, speaking in the UK and internationally, or building projects and old pallets. He's originally from South Africa and he spent nearly 30 years in the UK delivering IT and cybersecurity solutions to businesses. He launched West Tech Solutions with the aim of redefining IT support to the SME sector. Through hard work and a great deal of innovation, He's formed strategic partnerships to provide comprehensive support and cutting edge cybersecurity solutions through Security Everywhere, a cybersecurity faced business aimed at educating and protecting over a million people from cyber attacks by 2023. He's a mentor for CompTIA, helping train the technology gurus of the future. Francis believes that it's the increase in cyber awareness that is at the heart of the solution to the threats we all face. So without more ado, I would like to introduce you to my good friend, Francis West. 
Francis, welcome. Thank you very, very much, Gina. And, and thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to work on my mission to educate and protect at least a few more people towards my million target by 2023. Thank you. I, I'd like to think that you're going to meet your target long before then. I know in a previous conversation, before we talk about your background, but in a previous conversation, you gave me a statistic about the increase in the number of scams and cyber attacks. I wonder if you'd share that, because that's a really good baseline, I think, from us to, to work. Absolutely. I mean, I'll, before I give that to you, the way I get my stats from, I now sit on three different security panels in the UK. Yeah. And I've also just been asked to chair the national lead for cybersecurity of the Federation of Small Businesses in the UK, which is great. Congratulations. But, thank you. And one of the things, uh, the stats that we had, uh, one of our meetings that we have um, every every month for two hours, the one panel I said to sit on, in January, they said that the scams have increased by up to 660% since last March, which is the start of COVID. And yeah, I've been in this game for 30 years and I've never, ever, ever seen anything like it. So I, I think the figure is probably higher, but that's what we know about at the moment. That's significantly scary. Let's just park that for a moment. How on earth did you get into cybersecurity? It's not the sort of thing that, you, you know, meeting a cybersecurity expert is not something that you do every day, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting story that because if you if you rewind maybe, I don't know, six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, and you said to me, what do I do? I said, we run an IT support company looking after a lot of small businesses around the world. And, you know, you install the average pieces, you know, the usual known antivirus solutions. But I, I personally had a really bad experience. So I got involved with a, with Investor and uh, and they actually put a key logger on my work machine. And as I was logging in into my home computer to check my personal email, what they did was they captured my login details and then logged into my personal account at home and found emails that I was actually asking my client to say, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm being, uh, I want to put a word nicely, I'm being um, shortchanged by my existing investor. Uh, what can I do? Anyway, and they, they found these emails and they set up with the business in distribute. And to give you the short version, is that I was walked into my own boardroom and own business and own premises that I've been working on for 18 years. And they said, well, because of these emails that you sent out, you put the business in distribute and we're immediately dismissing you without pay. Can you imagine this? So what happened in the end was um, I, I walked out. I was so relieved because I was going through hell at this time. But then um, I, I had the police involved and the police came to my house and I proved to them because I had it in black and white that they broke the Computer Misuse Act in 11 different places and the police did nothing. They said, it's no, it's a, sorry, it's a civil case. So in a nutshell, I lost my business because of a data breach from my own computer in my own home personal email account. So, so when I now speak to people, you know, I don't tell a lot of people the story because there's a lot of pain involved, but, yeah. but, but I, I want to avoid this for so many people. And, and, you know, that's just my own personal um, experience. I have so many stories. I mean, only this week, if I may share another one, I was approached by a, 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 another young gentleman. He's 24 years old 
and and he lost his entire deposit for his house he's been living with his parents for i don't know how many years obviously from birth and he was about to move out and the solicitor that was doing the property uh, uh, transaction for him was compromised the bank details were changed and unfortunately he didn't double check it so it is his fault one could argue and he paid his entire deposit of forty-seven thousand pounds directly into the hacker's bank account and the money is gone the bank doesn't want to pay it back the solicitor says tough sorry but you should have not we told you at the bottom of our emails not to ever accept any bank changes and he paid the money so he's probably going to stay with his parents now for another another 10 or, or odd years you know but i get these stories every single day maybe because i concentrate and 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 you know one other thing i'd like to share with everybody before we even go on there's a brilliant book uh, written by Frank Abagnale called Scam Me If You Can. And I'm just pointing it now if people are listening to this and not watching it. And and this book is amazing because this is the book that was, if you remember the movie, Catch Me If You Can? Yeah. And that, that same guy that, that the movie was made after is called Frank. I mean, he's my absolute hero, this guy. He's, he's done so much to prevent scams and frauds. And I and I urge everybody to buy this book off Amazon and read it. And once you've read it, give it to your mother, your sister, your brother, because, you know, our biggest um, what's a weapon against this stuff is education. Yeah. You know, education first and then putting better systems in second. So sorry, that was a long answer. I know, Gina. Well, but, I think it's a really yeah, important this is very personal for me. It's very personal. It's one of the reasons why I made the decision that we were going to, I was going to shift the, the way, the structure of this show. Because if through this we can help individuals, and I, one of the things I'd like to do, if, if you're agreeable, is I'd like to separate out what we can do in terms of our personal cyber safety and then in terms of business, because there'll be many people who listen to this show who will say, well, I haven't got a business. It doesn't... This doesn't mean me. And yet there are many people whose life savings um, are taken by people who scam and or their information. And I think one of the things that, that struck me when we were speaking a few weeks ago is how people taking your information in some ways can be more of a challenge than people taking your money. Um, so could we, would you be happy for us to start with personal cyber security and then we'll go into the business arena if that's all right with you 100 percent yes uh gina but you know i'm controversial and i'm south african so i'm very direct so sorry for this so i'm going to disagree with you and i'll tell you why okay because every person runs their own business whether they whether I, yeah i agree so they all have 24 hours and they maybe sell eight hours a day so they run their own little business and, and i call it i incorporated so so and the, and that's number one. Number two, most people unfortunately are most at risk, especially now with COVID and so many people working from home, you know, and they're sitting next to the um, or working on the same wireless network as their their partner or their children, and the risk is is it's like COVID. You can't see it no. until it takes you out. There's so many similarities. So sorry that I mentioned this, but but so yeah of course i'd love to focus on on the home or the the, the yeah. home worker or home person and, and by that i include every member of the family yes because uh, only only today one of my 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 head of security sent me a link and i could tell a, a story again later if you want about 
you know, how many kids are downloading, we call them mods, you know, they, they, they allow you to get extra functionality in games. Yeah. And these things are riddled with infections. And poor right. these kids are going onto sites where they think they're going to gain something by downloading. And the moment they install it to have extra features in their game, yeah. it, it infects the entire home network. Bless you. Thank you. So, so, so yeah, I, I think, you know, focusing on the house or the, the single, let's call them the single person, you know, is so important. And there's so many areas that we can go through if, if we have the time that we can help the listeners today just to, you know, do these things, but they're actually so easy to do, but you, you probably never heard of them before. And that's why I love sharing them. Brilliant. Off you go. Okay. So, yeah. so let's start with the first one, probably my most favorite one. And that is people using Wi-Fi. Now, if you go to a coffee shop, you won't log on to the main Wi-Fi that's owned by the coffee shop, would you? No, you would log on to the guest Wi-Fi. Yeah. Why do they do that? They do that because they want to protect their own computers from your potentially infected device. And if you think about a house, there's no different. Yeah. So if you're sitting connecting to the same Wi-Fi network as your mother, your, or sorry, not your mother, but your partner or your son or your daughter if any of those devices gets infected what do you think is going to happen to all the other devices they'll also get infected right so my first bit of advice today for everybody listening is to set up a second or third wi-fi we call it a ssid um, just to be a little bit technical but you'll have the current wi-fi and it'll be called you know like in my case let's say west family so what you do, if you're technical enough, otherwise I'll give you the other answer, you log on to your internet router or firewall, and you go to the Wi-Fi section, and in there, if you've got a fairly new one, even one that's maybe less than three years old, it will ask you if you want to create another one, like a guest one. Yeah. And you can sometimes, depending on the device, you can have six different Wi-Fi networks running off that same box. Right. So all you do is you set up a new one, and you call it My Work Wi-Fi or something, and then you put a new password in and whatever you do, do not share that password with the kids. And then what you do is you disconnect from your original Wi-Fi, reconnect to the new one that you've set up. And guess what? You've just self-isolated yourself from all the other devices on the network. It is that simple. And if you don't know how to do it, please speak to somebody technical or phone your provider, you know, your internet provider and say, listen, I had this, uh, this talk from this mad South African, and he said that we need a separate Wi-Fi network for our work devices. And they will talk you through. It will long. It will take you longer to get through to them than it will take to actually set it up. So I'm going to play the part of, and it's a very realistic part of, of somebody who perhaps doesn't is not familiar with this. Um, and so when you're talking about this, it's the same. Uh, Wi-Fi, you're not saying to people that you've got to buy different um, no. packages of Wi-Fi, all comes off your ordinary Wi-Fi router. Absolutely. So there's zero cost in this process. None. Yeah. And it's so, just time. It's just a bit of time. That's all. So if you've got my work one, you'd have a separate one for your personal, um, your personal things, and then one for your partner and one for each of the kids. Yeah. Sounds That's like it. something so, you know, very simple to do. 
It is, and and it's and especially if you think about, and then you also have a guest one. So please, I beg everybody. So when you finally get guests to come to your house again, give them the guest username and password or the guest Wi-Fi and password, so that if they walk in with an infected phone or infected device, that infection can't spread from one wireless network to another one. That is the beauty about using separate wireless networks from the same um, internet route or or firewall. Great. So. Anybody listening, please do it. Okay, right. Number two. Number two. Okay, so I've got a real big issue with USB pens. And and here's the thing that we see often. What is the difference between a USB pen, uh, you know, the ones that you get, that you buy, 4 gig, 8 gig, and you store your files on there, and a phone? It's the same thing, if you think about it. Yeah. Because they... The phone has got memory in, a USB yeah. stick has got memory in. Yeah. So unless you are 100% sure what's on that USB stick, please don't stick it into a laptop or a computer. And the same logic applies with the phone. So imagine somebody, and we see this a lot at home at the moment, where the kids go, oh, Papa, Mama, I can't find the charger. Oh, don't worry, son or daughter. Here's my cable. And they plug their, their smartphone directly via cable into your work laptop and guess what has just happened you've transferred that infection down right. the charging cable onto the onto the computer so it, it's such a simple thing so the moral of the story is never ever ever allow anybody to charge anything on your phone just just do, use the wall sockets because that way you'll guarantee that no data can or no infection can spread yeah. from one device to the to the other device. Thank you. Now I know when we've spoken before, one if I say passwords to you, that's something that usually elicits a response. Yeah. Do you know that uh, I meet so many people? Okay, let me tell you this now. As people are on the call today listening, I would like you to open up your Chrome browser. Go to the top right and you'll find there's uh, um, three little dots there or whatever it's called. Let me just have a look at mine. Yeah, three dots. If you click on the three dots and you go to settings, once you go to settings, you go to, um, there's a section called autofill. And then under autofill, you'll see passwords. If you go and look at those passwords, you will see every single password that you've ever saved plus the location to get to the place you've been to, and it's sitting there in clear text. So if I want to hack your system, I will send you an email, your Hotmail or your Gmail account, and you'll click on the link, and I've just installed the keylogger. Do you remember that story? And now I'm sitting on your computer, and the next time when you go to sleep, I will then go into your Chrome, and I'll scrape every single password and login that you've ever used in your life, which is not clever. So... In the UK, only 4% of people are actually using a password manager. And it's such a simple thing to do. I don't understand why, because why would you not want to protect the things that allows you to log on everywhere in the world into your Facebook, your Twitter, your WhatsApp, you know, your your um, Netflix account, your, your, your Amazon account? Why would you not protect that? So a password manager allows you to Take that data that's sitting in your unsafe, unsafe Chrome browser at the moment, or it could be Internet Explorer or Safari, they all have the same issue, and you pull it into a secure password manager. And then what you do is you, the, like the ones that we always recommend on our website, 
um, it, the next thing it does, it, it does a complete a check on the dark web to see if any of these passwords have been compromised. Right. And when it's been compromised, it will warn you and say, listen, your Netflix account is out there on the dark web for sale for less than one penny. But the other thing even more important about passwords is that, you know, when you start using a tool like a, a good password manager, it saves you so much time because next time you want to go to Facebook or LinkedIn, you go to your password manager, which sits in your browser, you know, as a little plugin and you just type in F A C E and it up comes your record inside your password manager. You click on the little arrow and it takes you straight into Facebook and logs you in security. So it's, really passwords is, is probably one of the biggest reasons why people get hacked, uh, Gina, because they're using the same password for more than one account and they're using weak passwords. My understanding is that lots of people just use the word password as their password. Yeah. And do you want to know how long it takes to crack a, a, the password called password? Mm, not long. Yeah, just under a millisecond. So there is a brilliant website, which again, I like to share with people. And um, it is, uh, it's called howsecureismypassword.net. I'll repeat it, howsecureismypassword.net. And if you type in your password in it, it doesn't restore it, I promise, I've been using it for years. It'll tell you how long it takes to crack a password that you're currently using. So I'm just going to do it for fun now. Pass. If I type in the word password on my computer, that yep. will be cracked instantly. Yes. And if you want to know how to crack passwords, let me teach you quickly. You go onto YouTube, you say, how do I crack passwords? And you'll get probably 200 email videos telling you step by step how to do it. But this is how you do it. So you, you go onto a site, you mm -hmm. download what we call a password cracker, you install it on your PC or Mac, you run it, you point to something you want to crack, you press a button and presto instantly for instance, the word password will be cracked. It takes your breath away, really. It does. Yeah, it, it is. And this is why scams have increased by so much, uh, Gina, is because people are not doing the basics. No. You know, they are, they are you know, it, it, it's passwords for me. Is it, I'm glad you mentioned it. And let me, let's take, go on a little bit on that one. For instance, WhatsApp, you know, I've got so many people that I work very closely with Hertfordshire Metropolitan and also Bedfordshire uh, cyber teams. And the amount of calls we're getting because somebody's WhatsApp account has been hacked mm -hmm. is phenomenal. The amount of calls we're getting with Facebook was hacked or their LinkedIn account was hacked. And the reason for that is because people do not turn on multi-factor authentication or two-factor authentication. And if you remember the good old days with the banks, you know, I've got mine here to hand. You know, you've got this little credit card thing that you you put your credit card in, you type it a number, and it gives you a code that only lasts for 30 seconds. Yes. That is the same thing. So banks have been using this for years. But we can, the good news is now that we can do the same on our WhatsApp account. We right. can do this on our on our, um, uh, what do you call it, on our Netflix account, yeah. on our Zoom account, on our every account. So please, if you if you need any information about this is one of the, again, guess what? It's free. It's free to set up. But here's the thing. If somebody, just going back to passwords a little bit, if I can put a keylogger on your PC or Mac, the very next time you log on to your secure online system, I've now captured your username and password. Right. which means I can log on from anywhere in the world, look at your stuff without you even knowing, 
But the moment you turn on multi-factor authentication, I can't do it anymore. No, because you've got to have the access to you, that in order yeah. to... Right. You've got to physically... So what, what they've done now, and this is my recommendation again, uh, Gina, is people download... I mean, there's many different apps out there that you can do it. I use the Microsoft one. It's called Microsoft Authenticator. You download it. It's free. You click on the plus sign and you follow the instructions. So, and whilst we're on the subject, just going back to WhatsApp, because so many people, you know, are sending so much, so many critical pieces of information on WhatsApp, it's, it's, it's frightening. And the way you do WhatsApp, uh, just for, for our listeners today, it is so easy. You're going to find it really hard. So you open up WhatsApp on your phone, yep. you click on settings down the bottom right. Yeah. And then you click on account. Yeah. And then you click on two-step verification and you press the enable button, job done. It Isn't is that it? simple. And then, sorry, last thing, Gina, please, yeah. I beg everybody, then go and do it for your sister. So your sister, your brother, your uncle, your auntie, everybody. We need to share this with everybody, please. The, it, what strikes me with all of this is that these are free. They're simple to do. And everybody thinks it won't happen to them. My personal story about uh, I've been hacked. Uh, my Facebook account was hacked. This is going back about six or seven years. And I, could, they, I couldn't get through to Facebook because all of the emails went to the hacker because they changed all of my details. Yeah. I'd spent a lot of time building up my Facebook following and so on. Um, and I couldn't get to speak to somebody. In the end, after I, I used lots, I didn't know you in those days, but used lots of people, um, it cost me a lot of money, and they failed to be able to sort it out. So I started up a new Facebook account. You'd think that the problem was solved then. Five years later, suddenly, the first account pops up, but I can't do anything with it, and because it was the first account, it got in the way of the second account. And so it started to be a pain again. So I really urge everybody, take these steps. They are simple, they are free, and they can make a huge amount of difference. Let's move into the professional arena now. So what advice have you got for people who are entrepreneurs, business people, um, people working from home or people who've got a business and who are going into their business, how can you help them? Well, we can help them with, with, with everything to do with securing not only their own data, but then more importantly, their clients' data. And, and, and I listened, I just before the session today, I've just come off another hour uh, webinar on, on ransomware because it's just going, again, going man mental. So many small businesses, you know, in the UK, Gina, every Second, there are four new versions of unknown threats being released or on the in the planet. And in the UK, every 14 seconds, a UK company suffers from a ransom attack. So I'm going to stop you because for people who are perhaps not familiar with this because it's never happened to them, what do you mean by a ransom attack? Thank you for asking. So a ransom attack is is where uh, a hacker would would go in and they encrypt all your files in such a way that you can't open any of the files. And worse, what they do is normally, they, they on average from studies we've done, they'll be on your systems for 237 days and your normal antivirus software would never detect it. 
So they'll wait till like a bank holiday Saturday morning, and then they'll encrypt all your files. And what's worse, they'll go and delete your backups. So if your backups are not properly protected, they will, then you can't restore at all. So then your only option is to pay them. Well, you've got two options. You pay them the ransom and the ransom is normally done in Bitcoin. Now at the moment, I don't know, today is the 1st of April, 2021. And at the moment, Bitcoin is running around about the $60,000 per Bitcoin. And How depending much? on the size, 60000 $60, Dollars. Good gracious me. Yeah, it's really gone up. It was 4,000 last year this time. Unbelievable. But but so so they're using Bitcoin because Bitcoin is very is, is so easy to disperse the money into millions of accounts instantly. And it's right. almost impossible to track. So so that's why the hackers and scammers use Bitcoin as a payment method once they've ransomed all your machines. So ransom meaning they withhold all your data. Yeah. And you can either wipe and reload your machines and go and restore from backup, or you pay the ransom, which I recommend you don't. But of course, in some cases, when people find out that their backups were never properly tested or their backups weren't properly protected, then they end up paying the ransom. So yeah, so we offer a, a comprehensive service for our clients to back to, to protect the computers, to protect their password, to protect all their online data. And then we back everything up securely, and we do this with a with a with a team of people uh, that we do twenty four seven around the world, and three hundred sixty five days a year. One of the things that strikes me, um, you talked about the information that an organisation holds, which is their own information, but I think perhaps an area that people are less aware of is the responsibility you have as a business when you're holding other people's data. And if that um, gets out, then not only is that an embarrassment to your company because uh, so much is based on trust and people trusting you with their data. And if you have a, a, a breach of that, then your integrity and your, um, your reputation is significantly um, bashed, but also what do you do then when you have other people's information and you no longer have control of it? Well, it, you know, this is an interesting point, and this is maybe where we can touch on the dark web a little bit. You know, I, I that's why GDPR originally came came out. Yeah. And I think people have a legal and moral obligation to not only protect their own data, but of course their customers' data and their staff data. Yes. And the problem that we have now is in the old days, as a business owner, you maybe had one office if we're talking about a small business now. But now that one office has expanded massively because every little house that people are working from yeah. is also an office. So now your security perimeter has exploded. Yeah. So so now coming back to the data, you know, we, even as, as, as far as what we're seeing now is people are sitting working from home and they print stuff out. I mean, sensitive company data and they leave it on the table only for the kids or the husband to see. Yeah. Now imagine if, if there's two lawyers sitting in, in the same household and they're potentially working on different cases that's yeah. very sensitive, they shouldn't even be seen. Or worse, I'll tell you, this is what we see. They print the stuff out and then they put it in the bin. Do you know, they don't even discard the data properly. But coming back to the office. So the problem that we're seeing at the office, of course, is that um, you know from a, from a data perspective, once the data 
becomes lost. It becomes sale on, for sale on the dark web. Now, for the people here that don't understand the dark web is where you can buy child porn, AK-47s, any ammunition, any drug of choice, and you can have it delivered to your house this afternoon. So right. that's not a good place for your data to also be sitting. So, you know, one of the things I, 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 as you can imagine, I do a lot of talks on the subject, but one of the things I talk about is Zoom. So many people are using Zoom. Now, the problem is last April, 500,000 email addresses and passwords for Zoom was compromised and is now for sale on the dark web for less than one penny. Okay, so if I'm a hacker, all I have to do is to go and buy some of these records. And guess what? Most people are using the same password for Zoom as their email account, as their Netflix, yeah. as their Amazon account, and then they wonder why they get hacked. Yeah. So now, now that I've got that information, I now log on to your um, email account. Now I'm into your email account. I'm looking at all your sent items, and I'm looking at all the contract details, all your salary information that you email at your, your accountant or the payroll company, and I've got access to everything. Yeah. But it gets worse, especially we deal with quite a few, um, what do you call them, uh, charities. Now, charities are used as conduits. So right. what the hackers do is they'll get into the charity. Now they've got access to all their rich donors. And mm -hmm. they use that information to jump into the rich donors, you know, systems or, or, or personal profiles. Yeah. Why? Because the stuff is not properly protected. Now, or monitors. the thing is that people listening to this, it would be very easy to get incredibly depressed about all of this. But what strikes me is that actually that, that what you're offering is a message of much greater hope and optimism. But you do have to take some responsibility and you do have to take some action. Yeah, the, the what, biggest reason what you sorry, Karen, yeah, I was going to say, what would you say to those people who are watching or listening who think, Oh, but it's it's a bit of a fag, or I'm going to be fine. What would your response be to them? What I would say to them, I'll see you on the other side. There's only three kinds of people on this planet, Gina. Yeah. Those who have been hacked, those are going to be hacked, and those who've been hacked but do not know they've been hacked. There's only three. Yeah. So pick, make, pick your choice. The, if I tell you in the UK alone. In the last 12 months, something like 36 billion pounds has been lost through cyber-related theft. If we put all the other theft or, or, or criminality together, it doesn't get to that figure. No. So and my we, sense, check is it's only going to get bigger. Of course it is. Why? Yeah. Remember what I said to you about the security perimeter? It's, yeah. it's like it's field days for hackers and scammers because we've got so many more things to or people where they're working from yeah. now. And it's so much less protected, especially yes. with small businesses, because they're not speaking to a specialist. They're hoping that, you know, some, I'm not going to mention names, some familiar emails, uh, sorry, uh, a protection solution does it for them. You know, very good at marketing, but really bad at protecting. Right. I, of course, too late. Uh, the thing is, you know, trying to close the door after the, you know, stable door after the horse has bolted which is what most people do, let's face it, is that they have a problem and then they think, oh, security, I need to make that uh, yeah. a priority. Um, and I know that there are many people who think, well, I'm busy and there's lots going on. But it just, it just seems to me that, that what you're offering people is um, 
is the is the light actually it's you know if you do this then you can sleep secure at night knowing that you are protected you know that's i, I had a um, i'll give you another can i tell another quick story I do you know this this young this um it was 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 recent when was it um it was december you know we've just gone into the next lockdown and this um this one of my friends actually he said his dad was his dad's um intel world email account got hacked he's got a mac and you know most people think that Macs can't get hacked and uh, he was so disturbed by the whole thing that he didn't want to use his mac anymore but guess what he needed his mac to do video calls with his son so we installed our security solution on his um on his mac uh, and within the first 17 minutes that we found that somebody was mining Bitcoin on his dad's Mac. Anyway, half an hour later, we cleaned the Mac and, and his dad's got the confidence to use his machine again. But, you know, his dad sent us the nicest testimonial I've ever had in my life. And he said, Francis, thanks to you and your team. I know that every time I fall, you will catch us. That's brilliant, isn't it? Do you know, and, and, and that's just for me, that's wonderful because, you know, that that makes you sleep at night. You know, if you know that you've got a you've got a team of people behind you that watches everything, everything you click on. And if you make a mistake, we will just take out the threat. Okay. Whether it's two in the morning or five in the afternoon, we will kill the threat every single time. And our solution, just so you know, comes with a ransom guarantee. So if the hackers can get past our solution, we will pay the ransom up to 800 pounds per machine or up to 800,000 pounds per site per year. Nobody Goodness. else does that because that's, you know, and, and our solution is also used by the likes of Barclays, NASDAQ, Netflix, um, TGI Fridays, Aston Martin. So this is big boy stuff, but we, we this is the whole idea for me about security everywhere is I want to get the big boys best protection and get it to the home user or yeah. get it to the one-man band um, business owner because they need the same protection as the big boys so does it matter where you are in the world can you help anybody anywhere and if so or even if it's just localized where do people find you oh well they just go on to the website i mean i'm all over linkedin if you look at me up linkedin francis west uh, we, I post every day just to create awareness, but from a, from a uh, perspective of the website, if you go to www.security-everywhere.com, you can see our solutions there. You can chat with us. If you just wanted to have a chat anytime, I'd be delighted to. But yeah, we've got clients in 11 countries now, Gina, and that's expanding all the time it's from South Africa to New York to Australia, um, Canada, Spain. Uh, we've got, we just got Nigeria and also Dubai. That's, uh, I don't know how many that is already, but yeah. So, you know, hackers do not care where you live. We do. Brilliant. It just remains for me to say to you, well, firstly, before I say goodbye to you, is there anything else that you, that we have, I haven't given you an opportunity to, to, to share or say that you'd like to before we finish? You know, I think it's it's just doing the basics. If I could summarize, it's about number one. Remember what I said about the guest Wi-Fi. Ah, there's one thing I want to add to for everybody. This is another free tip. Everybody I meet do not use any security on their 
iPhone or their smartphone or their iPad. Here's one you can use and it's free and it's brilliant. I've been using it for two and a half years. It's called Sophos, S-O-P-H-O-S, Intercept X. Download it, install it, it's free. I don't know how long it's gonna be free for, but it gives you a lovely layer of protection on your mobile device so that even if something else is infected, it's at least not gonna infect your, your iPhone Could or your you... smartphone. Yeah. Could you repeat that? And I'll ask Roxy if she could actually put that up, up, up on the screen for people. Yeah. I'll, let me, shall I quickly put it on the, um, I'll put it on the chat, Sophos Intercept X. Yeah, this is such a great tool. Like I said, and it's free. And uh, so, so, so Wi-Fi. So set up that guest Wi-Fi, move your devices, please. Number one. Number two. You know, do not allow anybody to plug anything in your computer. You know, install Sophos Intercept X to protect your mobile devices. Start using a password manager, you know, so that you can have control over over what you're using. And, you know, there's many other things. But but for me, it's all about diversion. And what, by that, I mean is the more layers we add to our security around us and our, and our family, the more likely the hackers and scammers will go to somebody else. I always said, sorry, neighbor, because yeah. I know for a fact the neighbor's not as protected as I am. So, so and that's it, because they they are they always love to go for easy targets. Yeah. So do not make yourself an easy target. Just do these things and, you know, and, and they won't come to you. It is that easy, in my head, at least. Well, I think you've offered people a really powerful, simple and free for the most part, in terms of, of so much you can do for free, um, advice that can keep them safe. If you're a business owner, then I really urge you to get hold of Francis and talk to him about how you can protect your business. Because ultimately, you know, taking responsibility for that the, and investing in that security can give you peace of mind and save you a whole load of heartache. Now. The show's not finished, but I'd like to say a huge thank you to Francis so much for joining us. Um, as you know, we are members of B1G1, Buy One, Give One, and um, all of our guests are invited to choose a particular um, uh, program that we then donate to um, on your behalf. And you have chosen um, what today? Yeah, education, you know, educating, you know, young people for the future. You know, this for me, education is everything because, you know, we can put pumps in and we can do all this stuff. But if we educate people, we can teach them how to fish. Brilliant. So thank you very much. Have a brilliant Easter weekend. I really appreciate your time. Don't go away because the show's not finished. I'll see you after the break. Thanks, Francis. Thank you so much, Gina. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. 
Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for a Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hi there, and welcome back. We've got very few minutes left on the show, but I just felt it was important for me to... to, uh, to outline with you where I'm going with the show. It's called Leadership for Life, and but very deliberately, I include things which are about your personal life and about your business life. And it seemed to me that, uh, that Francis had so much rich advice and support to offer for both personal and professional life that it was important that we spent time rather than just glossing over and giving you one or two things. Now, next week's show, for example, it is all about self-worth. And my expert next week is Anna Anderson, who's going to talk to you about her work with women, particularly around losing weight. Now, it's not a diet. It's not about that. But it is about finding that inner strength and purpose and understanding of self that allows people to feel free and to to really make a significant difference in their life. Now, if there are any themes that you would like covered within this show, and you'll think, you know, over the months that we've been doing it, we've covered a wide range of different topics, but all of them specifically lead to giving you the tools, the understanding, the awareness, and the opportunity for you to step into your power, to become the leader within your own life. What do I mean by that? Well, when you take responsibility, and I mean radical responsibility for you, your thoughts, your emotions, your language and your behaviors, then you give yourself absolute freedom to be the leader in your own life. I believe that we're moving into a new era of consciousness, one where those people who are able to operate out of a high vibrational place, looking at you know, coming from a place of love rather than fear, recognizing that life can be joyful, even though there are challenges. And those of you that know my life story know that I've had a few of my own. So this is not about, you know, having a, a great life only when things are going well. It's about how can you 
be the leader in your life every day of your life, every moment of every day, and giving you tools and you know the the opportunity to make some simple shifts that will help you. Now, in all things, it's not the grand gesture that makes the count the, that counts. It's the small things that you do on a regular basis that really do make the difference. So even if you took, for example, one of the things that uh, was said by Francis today, that you go to Sophos in Suscept X, or you sort your passwords out, or you um, separate the Wi-Fi things. You know, if you take some action following these programs, one or two, take one or two of the threads and put those into your life, you will find that they make a difference. But one of the things that I'm going to ask you, well, that's actually a couple of things. Let us know the themes that you would like us to cover and I'll find a great expert. Please, please let other people know about the show. Remember that every listener, B1G1, live or, or on a download, we then contribute to B1G1. If you're a business owner, go and have a look at B1G1. Use our code and let's see how far we can spread making that positive difference. Whatever it is in your life, whatever life is throwing at you, please let us know. Email me at gina at genuinely-u.com. I'm very happy to answer questions. I'm very happy to share expertise and would love it if you would let us know which themes you would like on Leadership for Life. Remember, you are the leader of your own life. Take charge of it. Take responsibility. Be the leader and be a great one. Be safe and I'll look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcast.